With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Hello and welcome everyone. Lisa Michaels here for Conscious Dance Facilita Facilitator Training Module 2. And we're going to be unleashing the power of dance in your facilitation in this module helping you to gain more confidence as a facilitator as we talk about the different ways to help other learners, you know, really be open to moving in new ways. This is anybody from conscious dancers to corporate clients. We're going to be opening to divine spirit flowing through you as a facilitator so that you can more fully attune to what your group needs for their transformation and start our connection to the elemental forces in terms of really working with the energies in your facilitation. Every once in a while, I hit the wrong button and I flip through all the slides way too soon. Now, if you are doing this as a standalone, be sure to just stop right now and call in Sacred Space. We are recording this live and we've already called in Sacred Space, so we're going to move on. Now, your role as the facilitator is that you focalize the energy of the group and that you really lead the group. How you hold the energy and what you do is vital for people to feel safe to move in new ways. Truly, truly vital. Your essence, and again, I'm touching a little bit too delicately. Let me go back over here. Um, your essence and your relationship to spirit sets the vibrational tone of what you're doing. Let me say that again. Your essence and your relationship to spirit is what sets the vibrational tone of your facilitation environments. Mm, Sharon says something beautiful. Loving the movement equals growth. Part of my awareness last module. Spirit said to me, my destruction dance is almost done in my life and will have the foundation and clarity of what to create and build thereafter. That's really beautiful, Sharon. Back as I was first doing the priestess process, I had a real, I was leaving my 500 people ballet school, which was one of the hardest things I'd ever done in my life. You know, it's one thing to leave something when you don't love it anymore, but it's another thing to leave it when you know you're just being called to the next thing. Um, but it's something that you love dearly and truly. So I had a big time of things leaving, which is destruction in your life, things leaving in your life. And I was doing some journaling with Earth in a, in a workshop, and what Earth told me was sometimes it takes a lot of compost to get things heated up in your life again for the new to grow out of it. And I certainly know that level of deep compost for me Wow, it made all the difference. I would have never known in that, even during any of that time when things were leaving or during the composting time, what was going to be next and how huge it's going to be. So I just want to acknowledge your journey and really 
acknowledge holding space for you with your journey around that. That's beautiful. So sacred space, you know, as the facilitator, you hold the container for movement to move your participants in their creation dance, to move them forward, for insights to occur, for an increase in consciousness, and for the sacred to enter. Now, you may, depending on the environment, you may call in sacred space with the group, or you may do it on your own. It doesn't really matter, but you want to have sacred space there. So let's say I'm doing, you know, a big a big event with corporate clients. I'm not going to call in sacred space with them, but I am going to make sure that there's... Th- that there is that sacred container that we are working within in order to achieve success. Now, you've got the sacred space handouts as part of your um, handouts for this module, just in case you need them. Some of you may already have them through another program, but just in case, I wanted to be sure that you have access to them because it gives you what kinds of things can be called in in each element, but also you know, an example of calling in, in the circle on each page, the example of calling it in if your group needs it, if they're new to it. Um, for a long time, I actually had requests from a priestess for this basic information. I thought, well, okay, I'll make sure that I get that for them. I didn't realize they needed it. So we got this beautiful handout, and we've been using it ever since. And so if you have an event where you're really – Oh, thank you, Sharon. They are really beautiful. My husband's a graphic designer. I'm very, very grateful for that. <laughs> um, if you have an event where you want to call in sacred space, but you've got a lot of new folks, be sure and use this because it makes it really easy for them to call in sacred space using this. Now, I want to tell you that how I learned to hold space um, for in, in, in any event was from Nicole Christine, the woman who I took the priestess process from, I took the high priestess process from, she trained me as a facilitator. Here we are at one of the large priestess convergences that we've had in the past. And if you've been in one of my facilitator trainings before, you've you've done this, but if you haven't, I want to make sure you know how to do it. Because this is one of those things that's really vital to your success. And I do this even when I'm online. So the way she described it to me is that you hold space for the entire group. So I'm holding space not only for the for the live people who are on the call, but for everybody who's on the replay now and in the future. I'm really holding an energy of support. Now, the next thing, that's the entire group. I'm holding space for each individual to receive what they need as part of this training. And then I'm holding space for what's coming in. Like a lot of times when I'm facilitating, and that you're, you're going to find this as well, I've asked for a direct connection to the divine. Then I'm holding space for what is coming into the group. Like something may start moving. Um, Somebody may ask a question or the energy may move in a certain way. 
So I'm holding space for that, whatever's coming in. But I'm also holding space for what is being released in that energy. What do people need to let go of? And so energetically, it's like in the in the top of the energy field, there's a there's an opening for things coming in, and in the bottom of the energy field, there's space for what's being released. Now we're going to practice doing this. And we practiced this in our last Transformational Workshop Secrets program. But honestly, I don't think you can practice it enough. So those of you who are in that, here's your second chance. Okay. And those of you who are brand new, perfect. Okay. So now I am going to withdraw the energy field that I have for you right now. And I want you to see if you can tell the difference as I withdraw it. Okay, so can you tell a difference in how things feel? It's hard not to put it back out again as I'm facilitating. <laughs> okay, now I want you to practice pushing your, like, you're, no, you're not having any sound, Leslie. Hmm. Everybody else having sound? That's strange. She's going to listen to the recording. Annette, are you hearing okay? Will you just let me know if everybody else is hearing okay? Yes, okay. All right. The ground is shaky when I was through the energy. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so everybody else can hear, so that's okay if you need to listen to the recording. All right, so now I want you to try. I'm still, I've got my energy field pulled out still. I want you to move your energy around the group and then imagine around each person and then, there you go, an opening for what's coming in and an opening for what's being released. Nice. Nice, everybody. That feels great. I can kind of feel each layer. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Okay, now you practice. Well, I can actually just add mine to yours. You can pull it in or you can leave it out there. I'm going to put mine back out there. Really good. Yeah, actually, maybe you want to practice with the drawing it so you know that you can feel the difference. There you go. Beautiful. Y'all did a great job. Nice. Now, so whenever you're going to facilitate you want to fill the space with this holding of energetic space asking for a direct connection to the divine and then doing this holding of space for the group for each person for what's coming in and for what is being released especially 
Well, it's it's true in every kind of facilitation, from priestess to corporate to whatever. But I think for movement, it's just super, super essential that there's that level of energetic support for people to move in new ways, truly. Yeah, pretty fun, huh? Does it feel different now? Yeah, and could you tell could you tell a difference when you did it? I mean I could tell when you did it. Yeah. Ooh. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. So the conscious dance, there's some key components. It's how you frame what you're gonna have people do. And in conscious dance, that's really, really important. And we'll be talking about some words for that. Because if you come straight in, if you're if you're in a conscious dance class, then you can come straight in and say, okay, today we're going to do this kind of dance or that kind of dance. But let's say you're doing conscious dance in environments where people aren't really prepared to dance. And we'll talk about some of the ways that might happen then you want to really be mindful of how you frame things and how you get them moving. You want to have low lighting because people don't want to be seen moving. It scares them. So really, uh, turn down the lights big time. You want to invite them to just put their awareness inside their body and not be evaluating from the outside. I used to have, and and you'd be surprised, dancers are actually the hardest people sometimes to get to do this kind of dance because they're so used to evaluating their movements from the outside. To get them to put their awareness in the inside and really move their bodies is a real different thing for them. Um, so I had this group of adolescent girls, and they they taught me what I had to do to create enough safety for them. And that was I really had to have them look at each other and say, you know, can you give everybody else here permission to move however they want to? And usually they can go, yeah, no problem. And then it's like, can you give yourself permission to move any way you want to? And that, for a lot of them, was a lot, lot harder. But if they stopped before they started moving and they asked that question, I got way better results than if we just plowed in and they were evaluating from the outside. So you're encouraging people to keep their awareness inside their body. I frequently have my eyes closed when I'm doing conscious dance because that's what I'm doing, keeping my awareness in. Now, you want to give them permission to explore Now, that may mean that you say things like, you know, really explore the space. Get down on the floor. Move around. Go to that corner over there. Make sure you get this corner. Make sure you get that corner. Really expand your energy as you move. You know, use some height in what you're doing. Go down really low. Get different perspectives. See, now... Some dances, and a lot of times, I can do tremendous traveling, trance, all kinds of things, just standing in one place because I'm moving the energy. But sometimes exploration needs to happen to get people to see things from a new perspective, to really um, expand their awareness. So you're going to encourage them to use the movement time 
to do different body movements than maybe they're not, maybe they're used to, you know, to really ah, encourage expansion in the space and in their movements and in their personal exploration. Now, another thing that's super, super important is that there's absolutely no feedback. So if somebody's sharing their experience, nobody else is feeding back on it. So it's free from feedback and criticism because that makes it feel, you know, not comfortable for everybody to share. So these are some real key components of working in a conscious dance environment. So when your participants really open to their body as a vessel of creation, you know, sometimes you can go really, really, really deep into an experience of expressing that. And it could just be super, super simple. But the main thing you want to do is really get them moving. Give them an opportunity to experience what it feels like as they move. We really talked about this in the last section, the contrast between sitting still and listening to somebody tell you about the divine or putting the consciousness in the body to have a direct connection. One other thing I want to say about ancient cultures is that they use dance for all sorts of things, from vision questioning, vision questing, honoring and embodying deities. There's actually a beautiful dancer, and this is not an ancient culture, but this is a beautiful modern dancer many years ago. Her name was Ruth St. Dennis. She was an early modern dancer, and she did these gorgeous dances to embody Tara. She embodied the Buddha. She would be water sprites. She would just embody all these energies. And when you do that, you if you dance the Tara dances, you can feel the energy of Tara moving in the room, moving in you. So honoring and embodying deities, you know, just like embodying animals um, or animal totems, wow, it's a huge difference in how you experience it. They also celebrated birth through dance. They did grieving dances. I was at the Sacred Dance Guild a few years ago at their um, what was then their annual conference, and there was a guy by the name of David Taylor who has actually in Colorado I like to remember what part of Colorado, but he has a dance troupe. And one of the dances that he taught that actually their group does was the ancient Assyrian mourning dances. And they would do this mourning dance when somebody died. And and the movements, like you could feel the energy of how they were holding the soul leaving the body, how they were honoring. You could feel this in the movements. It was so powerful. So they would absolutely do that. And that picture of me like this where my head's thrown back, you know, I wasn't grieving the dead. I was honoring Nicole Christine's life through movement. Um, But it's a way to connect to the honoring of life or the grieving of the dead, to seek answers, to really get some clarity of what needs to happen next. We do that all the time in my programs. Also, to guide the wave of divine energy, pouring it through you and then moving it out into the world around you, 
guiding and shaping that energy as you move through the field of creation. Dancing alive their sacred intentions. Again, something that we consistently do. And dancing their prayers into being. There was a Native American dance troupe in Atlanta. This was several years ago now. And I went to see them. And before they danced, they talked about what they did with their costumes. And I was just like, oh, my goodness. They sew on little bells onto their costumes, and they're sewing their prayers. They're they're connecting to their prayers as they sew so that when they dance, their prayers are released through the bells as they move. Now, that is dancing a prayer into being. Wow. Really, really powerful. Yeah, so feel into that and just ask yourself for a minute, are there one of these that that gets stimulated in you or more of them, some that you want to consider doing as you think about dancing your prayers or moving the energy? Really nice. Now, in just a minute, we're going to activate your inner dance facilitator. We want to open to divine spirit flowing through you as a facilitator because this is going to help you more fully attune to what each of your groups need for their transformation. So when you stay open to what spirit wants to bring through you, A lot of times, things that you would not have thought of will just pour through and in you. So when spirit's in your facilitation environment, you're staying connected, you're staying in the flow, and this this requires like a deeper level of really tuning in. You're accessing assistance from the spiritual realm here. You're creating your own environment from your connection to source. That's the calling in of sacred space. Then you allow spirit and that connection to guide you in every aspect of your business from what to do next to what to say in any situation to what trainings to develop next. You're staying connected to your essence. Sometimes it may take a little while. I've been I've been actually working with how to do a certain thing for a little while and I've been just taking it to the dream time in the prayer realm and just got a huge download of exactly how to do it yesterday. I'm like, "Wow, thank you. That's just great." Because you know, sometimes it just takes a little bit and then you'll then you'll get it and it's like, "Oh my goodness." So just stay in that level of awareness. But if I'm in a facilitation environment and somebody asks me something and I don't necessarily, like, my personality doesn't get it in that moment, I'll say, Spirit, what's the truth here? What what do they need to hear? And I'll receive something that they need. So the power of Spirit at this level is using the power of choice to direct your facilitation your business, and staying connected to source. So you definitely want to choose 
because it is a free will environment. You definitely want to choose to stay connected to spirit in your facilitation environment. So now we're going to make a choice to activate right now your inner dance facilitator. And if you feel like she's already activated, take her to the next level. You just take her to the next level. Okay, so I'm going to give you, obviously, a piece of music to dance to to do this um, to do this with. Then I'm going to give you a minute to journal with her when we're finished. My cord is wrapped around my chair. Okay, here we go. The intent of this dance is to activate your inner dance facilitator. Really take her up a notch.
journal for a minute with your inner dance facilitator and ask her what she wants to tell you and ask her too what she wants to tell you about the power of choice in your life and your business and your facilitation yeah and then let me know when you're all finished
Alright, nice. Ooh. How do you feel? Yeah. Alright, let's turn this down. Let's chat a little more. Oh, and I wanted to say what that music was too. That was Ani Rose from Tolku. Really like dancing with that. Now, when you're working with people and there's an environment where you're not going straight in by saying dance, this will give you more confidence um, to really get people moving in some new ways. So instead of actually using the word dance, let's say you're facilitating a workshop that is not dance related, and but you want to get people up and moving. So maybe you're teaching about, let's get a good example. Maybe you're teaching about, let's use something even really non-dancey. Like I've got a lady who's been through my facilitator training who is, she's a CPA. And they were doing money work. And she got people up and dancing and how you do that is you say, okay, we're going to get up now. We've we've just done this piece around money, and we're going to move your energy. And the other words to use, you have permission to just, like, let it go. So one of the things I say usually or often kind of jokingly is there's a really serious way that we do this type of movement, and that is any way you want to. So let your body, you've got permission to just let your body do crazy things because it's about just moving the energy. Another thing you can say is just move your joints, you know, just get all your joints going um, because they, you know, you're letting space inside of those joints. That's a good way to get them moving. And then again, the whole thing about closing your eyes can be really helpful. Um a long time ago, somebody who I took their program, they had people start conducting. Like they would put on a piece of classical music and they would have them imagine that they were conducting. And that started the energy flowing through their body too without them knowing that, that you know, they were actually going to ultimately end up dancing. Now, this permission thing again, let's talk about it. I had a pretty pretty good sized group at the Creative Problem Solving Institute, one of the presentations that I did, and there was a guy who said he just was not comfortable moving when we got up to move. I said, no problem. So why don't you just move the energy then by just walking around the room? You don't have to do anything else. So he started walking, started walking, started walking. By the next song, he was dancing like a wild man. So sometimes it really is that piece about permission and about tiptoeing in. It's not like you're trying to trick them out of dancing, but you're trying to get them to move without stumbling over the word dance because if people have issues you know they have old issues about dance then using the word dance will make them go if they love to dance no big deal but sometimes you have to kind of depending on your environment have to kind of tiptoe in and I've had to tiptoe in with women as well as men but a lot more often with with men Now, I just want to give you an overview of the conscious dance basic format. We're going to go deep into this a little bit later. But I just want to talk about 
the way that it works a lot. And if I'm just using a dance class, I'm just going to start with some kind of centering, maybe a little warming up or a deep breath or sacred space, just something where it kind of pulls all our energy together. And then I'll introduce the topic that I'm exploring, and we'll go way deeper into the bazillions of topics that there are for you to explore. But let's say for us, we've really gone in, you know, this is what you could use as like a longer conscious dance class. You went in, you started with your intention, because what we're working with is facilitator training. We're getting into all the the aspects of facilitation of dance. Then you just do some kind of lead-in dance to get your group comfortable moving. We did that with setting our intent. Well, actually, we did it before that with make sacred space in the body. Then you're going to take it up a notch, and in that environment, and it, it you can use this in kind of any sort of setting. Um, this is where you're going to get them moved in. Then you're going to go to some kind of peak in that in that experience. And then you're going to move them back out of that deep interior space and center and ground them. Because you want it to come to some heat and some culmination. When we get to the basic dance class format, we'll be going super, super deep into that. But I want you to just have this um, layer so that it starts percolating in you. Now, we're going to be working with the elements. You want to really start helping your participate, your participants learn how to work with each realm of creation to create a unified field and to really align with the timings. The oracle can very powerfully help you with that. We'll talk deeply about ways to utilize it because it's a great tool to really help people go to the next level when they're working with the elements. But you want to really learn to work well with the elements and allow yourself to keep going to the next level with your relationship to them. It constantly will expand you if you allow it to. And every time you teach it, every time you touch the elements, they're going to be opening something else up in you. I get new stuff still all the time after 16 years. Kid you not. If you don't have this foundation of Life Creation 101, you really need to do it because it gives you all the core principles that you're going to be working with. And you could even take one of those concepts, dance with them in a dance class super easily. Now, we want to talk about this whole unified field piece because you're going to be helping people to understand each element and then to align them in a unified field. This is one of the core things you'll be doing. We'll be going into the sun and the moon and the stars and how you'll activate those in classes. We'll be going deeper into each element, but ultimately it's about bringing them into this unified field. So I wanted to talk about some layers of the unified field before we start breaking the elements apart. So when... You're helping people to create a unified field, and everybody's different how much they've studied the elements. So you're going to start at the center of spirit, and that is their connection to their essence. If they're trying to create something that is out of alignment 
with their soul essence, they're going to have a very difficult time to do it. So if they're if, if it's about their ego creating something, they may find they're having some frustration. So when you're working with people and you're helping them to get into alignment in a unified field, I don't always start with spirit when I'm explaining things because sometimes we come back and spirit flows through the center. But you always want to look there. Is this deeply connected to who they are as a soul? Can their essence really come through it? So when they're making a decision or they're aligning with what's next, is essence really part of it? Then when they're bringing a creation into form, so first there's that deep connection to essence, then have they broken the creation down into step-by-step ways of bringing it into form? A lot of times this is another hiccup. They got the idea, they may see what the vision is, but they haven't taken the time to do the earth portion of going step by step. Now, you want to know this. I know it seems kind of interesting to want to know this as a conscious dance facilitator, but when you're helping people in the realm of creation, this is super important to know. So I'm just thinking about something that I'm working on creating in my own life. And just as I said step by step, as many times as I've said step by step, I just got this piece about I could break this thing down further into step by step exactly how I'm going to do it. And that is going to help me. And I've broken a ton of things down step by step. But this other thing I'm working on is kind of, it's it's kind of bigger. And so I just need to go step by step. I need to chunk it out. So let's take building a house. You're going to choose a house based on, hopefully, based on not just how you want it to look in the world, but how do you function in a house? What, do you, what does your core want? You know, how do you like things to feel? And then you're going to start step by step laying out how it does let's look at blueprints or let's go look at houses you know let's go step by step to get this creation into form then you're going to and these are not in an order because this is a unified field so but i'm going to explain them element by element but ultimately they happen sort of simultaneously but you can look at each one of them individually like I just got this aha about this other thing I'm creating so with water it's about being clear in your ability to magnetize as we work with more as we work with water more deeply we'll talk about that but I'm going to just give you a, a super good example I had a lady, she really, really wanted to create a business. But what she was dealing with when we went further in, as I was doing some creation coaching with her, as we went further in, 
what she realized was was that she had an old business experience and that business experience was impacting her trying to create business now she had had a a bad partnership and she was like kind of fearful about going forward what if it ended up like this other situation but she was also like carrying that other situation kind of behind her like an ball and chain so when she cleared that up it allowed her to magnetize from what she then wanted to hold so this is another big place that people can get stuck in their creations. So as you're helping them, I want you to be holding this. The other thing with air, do they know their intention and can they keep their focus long enough to bring it in? People can get really scattered with their focus. They Think about this thing for today and that thing for tomorrow and they flit around. Air, it's incredibly easy to flit around with air. But air is also where you draw your focus in and it's like an arrow toward creation if you are powerfully focused there. Do you want to help them? Are they scattered? Do they need to get in their body and get their focus on a single thing now sometimes they can have two focuses but only if they're good at what they're doing with one focus you can't don't want to add more focuses till they're effective at that then the next piece is are they energizing this creation you know you can have a really good idea you can have it broken down step by step but if you are not taking action Nothing's going to happen. So this is, as you're holding this space for them, these are the levels. This is the most core basic level of helping somebody hold a unified field. And you want to be, you want to be evaluating your own creations from this unified field so that you can help others. So now just tune into this unified field for a second. And just see if in your own creations, is there one that you're weaker in, in this moment with what you're trying to bring in? I'm usually really good at step-by-step, step, but I just went, oh, wow, that's, that's really the issue. So I'm going to make myself a note of that. I want you to tune into this real quick, too. When you get a realization, it's imperative to take note of it. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Okay, we have more to talk about about the unified field. But in Life Creation 101, you really go deeper into every element, much more deeply than we are going to have the opportunity to do here because we've got a lot of levels around dance that we're doing with this. But no matter where you are with understanding it, you can get started teaching conscious dance and keep growing with it as you're teaching it, as you're working with it.
Now let's talk about helping people create a unified creation field through dance because this is a slight different interpretation with the unified field. And you'll see whenever I'm presenting a topic, I'll usually go into the unified field of that topic because you can approach it from many different directions. So when you're dancing, the spirit part is really making a deep connection to source. Asking for that direct divine connection. I'm opening to it right now. You can feel that deeper connection to source. Yeah, you feel it for yourself. Really open for a direct connection to source. Now, earth is embodiment. Getting in the body to move the energy physically. Water is allowing emotion to be what it is, which is energy in motion, feeling the feelings as you're embodying that connection to source. Air is the setting of intention to direct the forces of creation as you're moving. This is increasing consciousness as you're doing it. Fire is the place. Now, fire is the thing. I want you to really feel this. When you're cooking something on the stove, let's just say you're cooking a pot of soup. Fire's what takes the raw ingredients that are earth, all those ingredients, the carrots and the lentils and whatever's in that, that stew. And the water and the idea of the soup and the, what, what you're putting energetically into it fires the element that transforms those raw ingredients into the delicious soup that you eat later. Well, fire is what has to heat up for the energetic transformation to actually occur. I've been to um, a couple of, of conscious dance classes or con places where people were bringing dance in and they didn't get it heated up enough for me to move the energy. The music was too cool. It was all the same. We'll add a little heat in a minute. Um, so you want to get things heated up in your environment. Or you want people to know that they need the heat to transform. So feel into this unified field. The source, the embodiment, the emotion, the intention, the transformation. Yeah. What does that, what's important to you about that? Well, we're just going to quick go through each of the realms. Again, the physical realm is the vessel. We'll go, we'll talk about how to create safety in the physical realm. Using the emotional realm and how to create safety in that, we're going to dive into in our next couple of modules each of the elements around the dance environment. You know, with the mental realm and creating safety mentally, allowing people to have their own beliefs. 
really infusing that rhythmic motion and creating fire safety and then you know creating safety in the spiritual realm letting um soul essence come into being two more um unified field things we want to talk about then we're going to move one more time before we're finished with this module so your inner facilitator she connects you to your essence and your spirit connected leadership staying with that connection to source with earth it's about connecting to all the physical parts of the facilitation Again, we'll be talking about that when we get to Earth. What is the physical environment? Do we have enough space to move? How's the music? What are the physical things? What day are we coming on? What time? These are physical things. Water is this ability to hold emotionally safe space and to really create an environment where people are willing to move in new ways. With your air realm, this is helping them to create a new mental model. You know, what I, I put out on the Conscious Dance page, you know, breaking old mental models, huge here in Conscious Dance. If you're trying to activate your inner facilitator at the next level, what do you need to let go of? What old models are not working? But it's also calling in unseen help. And then fire is your ability to move energy and to be willing to be visible as the leader, to stand up and say, let's focalize this energy. What, meaning a lot of people don't use the word focalize, but I do. It's you as the facilitator choosing where the focus of the group is going to go, helping to keep the energy moving and focalized. So in fire, you you it's this capacity to stand up as a leader and be willing to do that, to be visible and to to speak it out into the space. You know, I'm the facilitator. Now, I want to go back to this previous one that we talked about, and we're going to dance a sacred prayer to this. We still are not adding too much heat. We'll add some heat in a little bit, but this is a lovely, lovely, lovely piece of music. And it's called Let's Dance, the Song of the Elders. It's a it's from a, um, a CD called Sacred Ground, a tribute to Mother Earth. So I want you to feel this offering dance as an experience of your ability to connect to source, to feel your emotions and let them move, to embody the energy that we're moving, to use the power of your intention to dance your prayer and to allow the transformation that happens inside of you as you move the energy of this dance. Dance a sacred offering to Mother Earth. Feel that ability to move those prayers through conscious dance. And move within the unified field in this moment to experience it, to embody it. So that you have an embodied experience of this unified field right now, right here. Here you go. Soon, 
you will be gone. It will fall to you to carry the joy of my surrendered spirit to the wind, to carry the heritage of our people in the vibration of the drum. The echo of our song will be given back to creation as a sacred offering in unison with the ground beneath our naked feet. Soon, it will fall to you and your song given to creation will be my companion. And there, across the veil, I will find you. And there, I will dance with you once again. Thank you. 
love that it makes me tear up every time <laughs> now we're ready to close this module so I want you to take the time in between modules to really go do some journaling really connect to this ability to be in relationship to the unified field and to really pour it through you as you work with these energies and I'll see you back dear one for the next module all right Asking any questions um, when you're ready, and I'll see you then. All right, take care. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.